Hey, if you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, make sure you call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. Free consultations are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Dial 713-322-HURT. That's 713-322-HURT. Or you can go to the website, DaspitLaw.com. Win a game! Win a freaking game! Here come the Astros, burning with desire. Win a game! From the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Win a game! Win a game! It's John and Lance. Win a game! Win a game! Welcome back here on ESPN 975 and 92.5. So was, okay, think back. Anything surprising happened? In college football, we have any huge upsets that we... I know there was a surprise in the NFL. The, the Arizona, I mean, they thoroughly whooped the, the Cowboys. Yeah, ran all over them. Listen, nobody told Josh Dobbs about this whole quarterback thing, okay? That that they need to get the number one pick to get Caleb Williams. I mean, it's a long season. I'm sure Arizona will maneuver they play their some way. Good football, though. I know. I'm sure, but if it comes down to it, I'm sure they'll maneuver their way into being really, really terrible. And the funny thing is, they can be bad and not have to get the number one pick because the quarter. I was talking to you. We talked about Michael Penix and just a deep quarterback class. I have my issues with Drake May, but he's still going to be a first round pick. They're going to have options no matter where they land. And I know Caleb Williams is a prize, but Bryce Young was the prize, and it didn't work out. Young has some limitations that Caleb Williams doesn't. But but you got to credit them um, and Jonathan Gannon, who was criticized because of his off-the-field speeches and how corny it was. But he is, he is a good football coach, at least to start his first three games. They've been competitive, and they probably, you know— an awful collapse should be two and one at a minimum right now. Yeah. And they had a chance against the commanders too. So that's a team where we talked about the Texans early about what it means to have a guy in CJ Stroud. It also is very important to have a coach. And if they have a coach, that's the first step. And maybe whether the Kyler, however you decide what you're going to do with Kyler Murray, if you're going to go into next year, have having a coach you believe in that that's a good thing. And then you can then you go get your quarterback. I think that was a bigger surprise than the Texans. I, you know, I know that they were they were twelve and a half point home dogs to the to the Cowboys. The Texans were nine and a half dogs on the road. Um, but the way that the both teams actually dominated, and you didn't something you didn't. I guess people didn't expect. I I I thought the Texans. I didn't think they were going to win the football game, but I certainly thought they would play within nine and a half. And they just looked so good. So D'Amico Ryan's. Gets his first win. A little surprising. A little surprising that uh, they didn't give him a, a Gatorade bath. I mean, that's his first win. He's got to go into that locker room soaked. Well, so, it didn't happen inside the locker room. Sometimes it happens there where the, the players surprise him and they just don't. Well, I, I don't know that. Uh, do we have his post-game, give, getting the game ball? I know we have his post-game sound. What it was for D'Amico Ryan's. D'Amico Ryans gets his first ever win as the head coach of the Houston Texans. Um, And D'Amico Ryans talked about how good it feels to to get his first win as a head coach. No, it's special. To get the first win is definitely special. Uh, And thinking about it for a long time since we, you know, started, how would that first win be and, 
Yeah, it's, it's a lot of work, and I never lose sight of the grind and the work that it takes to, to win a game. And But I'm so proud of our guys. I'm happy for, for our guys and the work that they put in to help us win this game. Like, it's, it's a credit to everybody. It was truly a team effort, and I'm just, just thankful, right, to be in this position to help lead these men. So the Texans have won games before. At some point, we're probably going to say, oh, same old Texans. But that looks like a, you know what, they've, they've actually got some talent. They, these wide receivers, Nico didn't really have a much of a game. He continues to throw to Robert Woods, who has got rejuvenated, who has certainly rejuvenated his career because he was in the doldrums at but, Tennessee after, been, a, after a good run in, with the Rams. He had been hurt yeah. um, and was trying to find his way back on the field and came here. And um, so far with C.J. Stroud, been rejuvenated, which is a credit to him and, and Stroud and that offense for – finding a place for a guy well-liked around the league and well-respected and to find a spot here and to be a guy who is contributing is great. You know, I, I went after the receivers in the preseason because I thought, you know, if we were talking about how young quarterbacks develop, they always have a big-time number one, and they don't get to that spot until they find them. We know Joe Burrow entered the league with Higgins and, and, and Boyd, and then he got Jamar Chase. Justin Herbert had Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. You just go down the list. The young quarterbacks generally take that next step or or become good right away when they have a good when they have a top flight number one and the Texans didn't seem to have that but the core itself altogether in this offense has played so well and with CJ Stroud being the guy distributing the football that I'm not as concerned as I was about the wide receiver unit no it was thought to be you know them and the Titans the worst wide receiver room in the NFL now Tank has made uh, listen he had a breakout game but he has shown signs he has been. Here's D'Amico talking about Tank and what he has meant since he got here. Tank shows up every week, and then you know this game meant a lot to him being back home, a lot of family at the game attending. So it was uh, it's important for him to have a, have a big game, and it's cool to watch Tank just every week. I say he shows up, he puts the work in, and explosive playmaker since OTAs, and it's still showing up right now in the season. So happy with where Tank is. Yeah. They think, I mean, I think they, I think they've done a nice job. You remember in the second preseason game, we didn't see Tank at all after he had a, a really nice game against the uh, Patriots, and then it was like, oh, we're just going to keep Tank in the, you know, we, I don't think we want a lot of exposure for Tank right now, and they said, you know, he was a little bit banged up, whatever the case may be, whatever. I would think that they were like, <clears throat> we got something special here. Let's not let's not overexpose it. And let's not get the hype train going on it either. Well, there's nothing you can do about it now. It dude can just flat out play. That they were the only team. Now, listen, he, it was risky business in the third round to grab a tank because of his size. Would he stand up to the the physicality of the NFL? He never missed a practice at U of H. He, you know, didn't. He was. I mean, he, he was the most dominant, one of the most dominant receivers in college in all of college football. The numbers pr- prove it out. His number of catches, his yards, he led the na- led the nation. There was no reason to think that, but yet, it, you know, NFL scouts and, and, and I can see it because you just don't. Bryce Young was drafted first. If you could draft Bryce Young first, you can certainly take a shot on Tank Dell, right? He is, he's got a chance to be something. I don't want to go too far with all of this, but Tank Dell was something special in college. And he's got the pedigree 
to be something really, really special in the NFL, and he was, and he started. And this combination of these two, that they were friends, and allegedly CJ told, draft draft tank, draft tank. Um, This combination could do a lot of really remarkable, because they were remarkable yesterday. It was awesome. Yeah, you talk about the risk of taking him. Generally, you don't make good rosters by taking outliers, and Tank is an outlier as far as, as far as his size. So is he as far as his speed and and his and his quickness and the fact that he isn't strictly a slot receiver at this point is the biggest thing. Where you can line up line him up on the outside and look. I know the deep ball that he caught. Um, he was beyond the the safety in a corner and CJ Stroud laid it in there. But I think ball tracking is something people underrate mm-hmm. as far as football players are concerned. The ability to go find the football in those situations. Because how many times do we see a guy, while he's trying to track the football, take a misstep, and maybe it bounces off his face mask or he doesn't make the play. And that was a perf- it was a really good throw, and Tank made the play. But I think it's an un- underrated skill. If he's going to be a guy at that size who can track a football down the field like that, that's a big deal. And obviously, the touchdown where the Jags had a miscommunication. I think it's a credit to C.J. Stroud. That was supposed to be a corner route. Yeah. Was, and C.J. said... He's wide open. I can lead him up the field. He can go score a touchdown. His ability to go from one shoulder to the other and make that. an easy make that look easy, and then go down, go down and score are things that you got to be excited about. Because Tank Dell isn't isn't just simply always oh, fast and uncomfortable. He's a guy who can track the football in the air, and that's and that's going to be a big thing. yeah. For those who don't know, he was looking out and CJ threw it in, and he just turned. It was like flaw. It was flawless. Yeah. it was smooth as could be, and he went. He got. He talked about it after. The game, he said, uh, yeah, I do that with the jugs machine every every day. I'm out there at least a half hour after practice every day, catching balls, turning last second, and he says that that's, that, that helps uh, dramatically. The dude's putting in the work, and it's paying off. I hope, we all hope, okay, that he can stay, that he doesn't get that big hit. He took one to the thigh last week, last Sunday, and yet he was still able to uh, uh, play this week. Uh, thigh is one thing, but you know, kidding. He's going to have to go over the middle. He's going to take over. Some, he's going to take some hits, and hopefully, he's going to be. I don't. I guess he's going to have to. He's going to take some hits. He didn't really take any hits in college. I'm, you can't. You don't get near him. You can't. You so can't. That, that's if you thing. can't catch him, you can't hit him. Yeah, maybe it's the resurgence or the emergence of these small receivers. Are question now? Tank didn't have a couple years, but Tutu Atwell is another guy that in three games, in two games with the with the Rams, thirteen catches, almost two hundred yards, over fifteen yards of catch. He was a guy who's even smaller than Tank Dell as far as weight is concerned, and people were concerned about what kind of receiver can he be. And at least so far, in the absence of Cooper Cup, um, and obviously you got Puka Nakua as well, who. Um, who's playing well for them. So you can find ways, as long as these guys are at that level when it comes to speed and quickness, you can find ways, and the Texans and the Rams have done a good job, and Tank is a guy who, going forward, I don't know, he's like maybe 160. I always think to myself, because of in the, the division you're in, that that um, T.Y. Hilton was a small player who could play everywhere, but he got up to 185. I'm not sure where Tank will be as a playing weight going forward as he gets bigger. But if he's going to be this productive early on, as long as CJ and him are on the field, I think this is a combination for the next however long they're together is going to be productive. So I talked about it before the show. Like as bad as the 2022 draft, as far as your 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 day one and day two picks has been for mm-hmm. for Nick Casario, the difference at least three games, and we didn't even talk about Will Anderson blocking a field goal. Yeah. So that is 
as far as the, the, the guys with the names, your three biggest names have been productive very early. It's a hit right now for Casario, and it's certainly and if Stingley can come back and actually play. The Kendrick, the, the, the Juice Grugs can come yeah, back and play. The Kenyon Green thing is maybe. Well, we'll something, see. something. Yeah. Well, that's something we'll see next year, I guess. But if you can get Stingley back and Juice Scruggs, it's certainly a better start than we thought what it was to the, to certainly last year's draft and this year's draft is performing beyond expectations right now. Absolutely. All right. 817 ESPN 97. We're way behind. We got to uh, catch up. But if you want to get in here, let's go. 713-780-3776. I'm talking about Home Bank right now. It's a community bank, and it's been around forever. 1908 they started. So they're celebrating 115 years this year. They're still rocking it. Are they the same people as they were? No, it's different people that are in charge. But they're local people. All right, They took over the banks here, and they've got five locations and they, but but they kept they kept those people here, and they're so they're local bankers with local knowledge, Houston people, Houston area people. They've got five Greater Houston locations in River Oaks, Sugarland, Gulf Freeway, Clear Lake, Friendswood. It's about personal relationships. It's about doing business with people. It's not just it's not all cookie cutter. It is some it's banking solutions for all of your needs. And they've got competitive rates. That is the standard is for you to reach your financial goals, and you can do that with Home Bank. If you're looking for a great place to go and get a banking relationship with, you need that small business loan or whatever it is that your business, that checking for your small business that's not working out, you've got to stop by any Home Bank location or visit them at home24bank.com. Good for business, good for life. Home Bank, member FDIC. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, the best sports radio station in Houston. I've got to prove that I'm the best, and I'm racing no matter what you tell me. Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios and your daily distraction from the horrific reality of your very existence. Man, I didn't know it was that bad. But hey, it's John and Lance. Wow. Did you see what Adam Schefter just tweeted out? 15 minutes ago. After their team plane was unexpectedly diverted to Kansas City early this morning, the Steelers remain on the same plane that left Las Vegas at roughly 11.30 p.m. Pacific uh, um, PDT last night. What is that? Daytime? Um, Daylight time. Last night, waiting for another plane to get them back to Pittsburgh. They were supposed to have landed... Oh, this is this is terrible. They were supposed to have landed in uh, Pittsburgh about five, seven hours ago. How about that? They're sitting on a tarmac right now on a plane. Why can't they just get off the plane and get? Well, it's not like there's just a bunch of planes sitting around that no you could go and take. No, understood. But why aren't they allowed off the plane? Uh, secure. I don't know. I don't know. Don't you'd, they? Don't they get like they could go in the, special because you know they're a football team. It's a charter. Or they're not going through normal security. Why can't they just? Well, go, maybe that's why they won't let them into the. Uh, maybe. Um, hey, Steelers, get some buses and, and book a hotel for a couple of hours. I don't know. Some. I know there's a lot of players, a lot of a lot of personnel. Well, but I'm, do I'm, they have to sit on a plane for that long? Dude, I took five years of those trips with the Texans, and there were a couple of bad ones with weather and whatnot. I can't even imagine after playing a football game. Until and you don't get on the plane until eleven thirty at night, which is one thirty in the morning for them back home. 
that you're still on that plane at 8 o'clock in the morning. You know, Look, those planes are much better than what we're dealing with on a, on a daily basis when we're trying to get from, I don't know, Houston to wherever your destination is. But, yeah, your point is still, still remains. Yeah. Uh, you want to go home and get in the bed, and and they, oh, and they can't. That's the worst. It is Ooh, and you know who they're playing next week? The Texans. It's, it's a special day too, John. It's it is a, JJ, it's JJ Watt, Ring of Honor Day, and the and his brother will be on the other side. Hopefully, not terrorizing C, uh, CJ Stroud, uh, his brother who who JJ called the best defensive player in football. Some people are like, hey, what about Michael Parsons? Yeah. TJ Watt's having a a really good year this year, but uh, that'll be that'll be special, right? Racist. That, who? You you're being racist. Against who? Against against Micah Parsons. How so? Because you you're rooting for a white guy. Okay. That makes me racist? Yeah, racist. How did I root for a white guy when all I, I said know. was he's having a really good year? I feel like you just made that up. No. I'm just I feel like if uh, you're not rooting for Micah Parsons then you know why Racism. I don't, you know why I don't root for Micah Parsons? Yeah. Because of what he did to his teammates in college. Ooh, yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the thing about Michael Parsons. Look, we all wipe away things for players when when they when they do great stuff, but the alleged stuff that uh, let's say alleged because it wasn't confirmed or no prosecution, the alleged things that Michael pa- Micah Parsons did to his yeah. college teammates, maybe that's why I'm not rooting for him. It wouldn't be because of race, it because of, you know, Doing stuff to your teammates. As bad as look, the Northwestern thing got a lot of got a lot of hype because they got people fired. But what what was alleged in the Micah Parsons thing about the about the same, if not worse? Yeah, no, if not worse, because he was a bully. Yeah, and Alle- do, allegedly doing other a bully. stuff. He was bullying, but he took it to a, a much uh, higher level. Uh, uh. Hey, join Culture Map and Sports Map on October 25th for the tailgate. An all-out celebration of Houston sports and the fans who cheer them on. Savor tailgate-inspired bites from your favorite restaurants, including FM Kitchen, Kobos, The Waffle Bus, and many more. Plus, sip on signature drinks and enjoy game day activities and entertainment. A limited number of early bird tickets are on sale now at tailgate.culturemap.com. Tickets start at just $35, and it includes all food and drinks. Hold on a second. Let me say that again. Tickets start at $35 and includes all food and drinks. That's a great day. If you can't you can't get your money's worth out of $35, you're doing it wrong. Because there's going to be plenty of food, plenty of drinks. And I've been to this thing before. And it is really, really good. Really good. There's all kinds of... I mean, uh, I don't know if it's the same exact thing, but it's going to be the same, same kind of setup that we've done before. It is great. So if you're looking for a great place to go, get to go to tailgate.com, uh, tailgate.culturemap.com to get your tickets today. Tailgate.culturemap.com. Uh, 713-780-3776, the number. Anything that you want to talk about from the weekend, you're more than welcome. Let's get uh, Jordan in here. Hey, Jordan. Hi, this is Jordan with um, Uncle Freddie's daughter. I want to talk about how Taylor Swift was at the Kansas City Chiefs game and how amazing that is. So what was amazing that, that she was able to get a ticket, do you think? Or yes, that, that she was able to <laughs> that she was cheering for her boyfriend or what was really amazing about that, Jordan? Just to see her while watching a football game. It made it so much more interesting. So <laughs> you don't normally watch football but you tuned in because of the three or four shots of Taylor Swift you're gonna get? Absolutely. You're did you go to the Taylor Swift content, uh, concert here? I was not in town, but I'm hoping to go when she comes back to the United States on her tour. So, so Jordan, we I love when the unexpected happens, and you calling about Taylor Swift is unexpected considering our listener base. So, a couple questions. 
Let's go into her, her recent dating history. I'm not trying to take a shot at her, but I've seen people who are Swift, Swifties kind of be okay with this because it's in direct conflict with her past uh, boyfriends. Do you? Yes, I think I think Travis Kelsey is a great fit for her. You do? Why? I do. What do I you love think? Because th- I love his energy. <laughs> Yeah, so he does you, have energy. He, so you didn't like J- the two Joes before him, Alwyn and Jonas, and we know Jonas is in his own issue, has his own issues. I saw people say he's American. He he he's not 135 pounds, so we might we might like this one. Did everyone have an issue with the long term Joe Alwyn relationship? Say that again. Sorry, I cannot hear you. Did you did you along with other Swifties have a issue with her previous relationship with the with the with Joe Alwyn? I think that's his name. Yes, Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal, maybe you're thinking? No, Jake is a long time ago. He, she wrote a song. But her most recent relationship, the long-standing one with the guy from Oh, England, yes, yeah. yes. We have an issue, yes. No one likes him either. Nobody liked him no either. One, but she liked him for over, almost like seven or eight years. So what was the biggest issue with her, her, her last boyfriend for, for the fans? We just didn't. He just started to fade out, and we didn't like him. She needed someone new that was good for her for her age and just to support her. He wasn't supporting her. What oh. about the fact that uh, Travis Kelsey just dumped this girlfriend to go out with? That's not your, that's a false narrative. It is. He had not been with that woman for quite a while. Oh, he had. Yes, he oh. didn't dump one to go to, to date Taylor. That's <laughs> oh. a false narrative. Oh, okay. Do not, do not, do not get after her new, her new boat. Well, okay, but what about the fact that he had a mustache yesterday and he wore that suit? Are you, are you We're okay with that? Did you see it after the game? I did. I, it, I saw them walk out together. It was very James Hardenish. It was embarrassing for all of us. <laughs> was it? You were embarrassed by that? I was embarrassed by his suit, yeah. Oh, you weren't? I wasn't embarrassed. He's, he's eccentric. He's eccentric. I, I expected that type of style. So, so two, there were actually two. Well, she's not that eccentric, though. No, he is, though. No, I know. So you like, okay, so we, we could be happy about this relationship then. Okay. Yes, we are happy so far. Did you like uh, how blue she worked when she said, let's effing go up in the stands? Yes, I've rewatched that so many times on TikTok. <laughs> I, yeah, look, I don't know. You can't, I don't think you can find anything that they won't like about, how, there's nothing. about their queen. There's nothing. No, well, she's amazing. Okay, so who's a bigger queen? We had Beyonce in town. Ooh, this is one. I don't know if you should pit them against each other. I'm not sure that's racism. <laughs> no, not, not racism. You don't, Jordan, are you white or black? Uh, well, I'm white. Uh, I'm Cuban. Oh, Cuban! Look Cuban. at that. You're not. You're, you're not. She's you're neither. Freddie's daughter. You, yeah. you didn't know this? Yeah. I knew. I knew. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, well, Jordan, we appreciate uh, your help. Oh, she's on TV. This is. I, I listen. Has the NFL gotten more coverage in in the female? I know. Community she was all over. Than yesterday. <laughs> Do you, I don't think so. Do you appreciate that? Ta- well, look, she's the most popular per- artist in the world. But do you appreciate the fact that she's broadening her 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 audience and people, even more people, are appreciating her now because she's in the football realm? Or or did, you don't want to keep her to yourself? You're you're happy about this, right? I'm happy. Okay, so Taylor Swift <laughs> up in the up in the suite with Donna Kelsey, Travis's daughter, and Tra- Travis's mom. Oh yeah, mo- not daughter. Sorry about that, mom. Um. But shout out to Taylor Swift for cleaning up the suite. Uh, we saw her picking up stuff. Seriously. John, you would never do that. I always do. You, that. you do that. Always. Okay. Do that. So always do that. she is one. Mom of the, taught me right. She's one of the people. Shout yes, out to Taylor is. Swift. That's right. That's right. And shout out to Jordan. 
Shout out to Jordan for calling in. We appreciate it. Thank you, Uncle Freddie's daughter, Jordan, um, right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. So we got that perspective. Can, can we get that, more? Pl- Taylor Swift is she is a phenom. She, yeah. I mean, they got more play out of that yesterday than anything, anything they could have possibly done. We got to break it. 831 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Don't go anywhere. Join the self-employment revolution and keep what you earn on selflist.com. Uh, can I try one that's not about the Cowboys? Uh, Swifty to Swifty. Uh, Taylor Swift was in attendance to watch Travis Kelsey's game with his mom in the box. Seems like they may be the new it couple. Where do you fall on that? <laughs> Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, power couple in the NFL. Well, I would say that Travis Kelsey's had a lot. Kelsey's had a, he's had a lot of big catches in his career. <laughs> <laughs> this would be the biggest. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, yeah, pretty big. Loving him was red. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. That was Bill Belichick. What show was he on? The Greg Hill Show of WEEI. Greg Hill, the running back from Texas A&M. That's a different Greg Hill. That's not that. Gra- oh, then I don't want to listen to it. <laughs> okay. If it's an A&M show, then I'm going to listen to it. But if it's that, I'm not. That garbage. No, thank you. Uh, Bill Belichick. That didn't even sound like Belichick. Why? Because he sounded jovial and had a personality yeah, for a little bit? Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess that. maybe yeah, he has he a good relationship. Like well, he did come. he's coming off a win, beat the Jets. I'm sure he feels good about that despite the performance of his offense. He loves beating the Jets. And maybe he's got a good relationship with those with, with that host. And maybe he's like, hey, if you're, as long as you're asking me silly non-football questions, like stuff that is embarrassing for you to ask me about football because it's Beneath me, maybe he's got a personality. <laughs> uh, I don't want to talk about that. Hey, I just asked you. Uh, that's, that's a silly football question. But ask me about Taylor yeah. Swift. He's got jokes. I didn't. I didn't even think Bill Belichick knew who Taylor is. He a Swifty? I don't know if he's listening, but he was asked about her performing in the rain at Gillette, and he credited her for being tough. So this is a running theme now, where they'll ask him about Taylor Swift. So he does have an opinion on her. I'm not sure if, if he's listening to music. On a on a on a daily basis, but there's something there for Bill. And asking about Taylor Swift probably lightens the mood a little bit, so he doesn't have to answer questions about his terrible offense. Um. So it's so funny, Jordan, who just called us Uncle Freddie's daughter. I knew Uncle Freddie went to the Taylor Swift concert. And she didn't. Oh, she was out of town, so she didn't get to go. She she was in Italy at the okay. time, and she was mad that she was in Italy and she couldn't see Taylor Swift. I think Freddie Freddie just went by himself. Because he's a because big that's what Freddie does, huh? He went by himself to a Taylor Swift show. <laughs> he went with his daughter okay. Peyton. Oh, the other daughter. <laughs> he's like, the other daughter I was like, Peyton. what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, nothing against it. But I, hey, it would just be out of the blue. I would not put that past Freddie to go to Taylor Swift by himself. Look, she is a you. Said, I forgot what you called her a phenom, or, but she's an icon. No, so she's. I, I get going. I just didn't know that was in his bag to go by himself. So she's the biggest star. In, I, it's not. I, it's not even close. Yeah, we got a tweet from someone about some some something that was said yesterday on on ninety seven five. He said it was in a ten o'clock hour. So I imagine that was 
It was Jerry, Bo, and Josh. Who said this? Yesterday morning at, in the 10 o'clock hour, the hosts on ICM5 were having a debate because one said that Taylor Swift wasn't big enough to play the halftime show, that she was nowhere near Usher or Rihanna. <laughs> like, those are giant stars. And Rih- Rihanna hasn't made music in a while, but she's still a giant star. Everyone loves Riri, as, as she's called. Usher's a giant star. Okay. But no, they're I- not... Uh-oh. But Usher's not Taylor Swift. By the way, Usher's going to do the halftime show. And he's got bangers. He's got hits. He, he, could, he could play for two hours and people wouldn't get bored because of all the music he's made, great music he's made. But why are we pretending like Taylor Swift isn't a star? What? That's, I don't know who said okay. it. Okay, BMAC, were you on this show yesterday? Is it a producer show yesterday that said somebody said this? No, that, it, was, it was the 10 o'clock hour, so it had to be yeah, Josh no, or we Jerry. Didn't have a bit, we didn't have a bullpen uh, show oh, yesterday. Oh, okay. It was ESPN National. Oh, so it was a national but show? No, but at 10 o'clock, it would have been Josh and Jerry, right? No, the money line wasn't on yesterday. Okay. They had something come up. Yeah, it would have been money line, but they weren't on. Okay, so, so it was on. a national show. We actually show. have a caller well, online that's wanting to talk about it right now. Okay, so, okay, put it, put them on. Am- put oh, that's on. Amber. Yeah. Amber and Galveston. Hey, Amber. Amber. Hey, guys. How Hi. you doing? Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. All right. So yesterday morning around the 10 o'clock hour, um, it, it was the national show. And the two guys, uh, one was Myron, I think. I've heard them before. And they were announcing that Usher was going to be at the halftime for the Super Bowl and wanted to know if anyone thought that he was big enough. And the one guy was like, of course he is. It's Usher. He's had a 20-year career. He's got a residency in Las Vegas. And the other guy said, well, what about Taylor Swift? And the guy said, Taylor Swift's not big enough to be at the Super Bowl. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I think it's Myron Medcalf or something. Uh, Maybe that's. Yeah. Yeah, uh, look, that might be a, that might be a two Americas thing. My, Myron Metcalf is an African American man, and Usher is certainly big. Usher's big all over. But I don't know what Myron Metcalf has been paying attention to the last fifteen years or so that Taylor Swift has taken over the world. Um, I'm just going to attribute that to two Americas. Like some people feel a certain way about things, other people feel a certain way. I uh, I can't imagine what would have possessed them. It's silly. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's the other guy. Yeah. So, so when Taylor Swift is in town, she changes how traffic much patterns. She tra- traffic patterns, and she changes how much flights cost to the city. That's how big Taylor Swift. She is. has people standing outside of the football arenas. Taylor Swift to hear is the a show. Super Bowl. Yeah. Taylor Swift is Taylor bigger Swift than the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. She's bigger than the Super Bowl. She's not only is yeah. she not. She, is she big enough to play halftime? She's bigger than the Super Bowl. It is a it is a miraculous thing that that came out of that guy's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right, thank, you guys. Thank, thank you, Amber. You, Amber. Thanks for listening. And we, we can't we you. can't control what. Oh, okay. Another oh the other daughter the, other, the one that went to the show. <laughs> oh, here's Peyton, Uncle Freddie's other daughter. Hey, Peyton. Hey. Hey. So, honestly, if you weren't home. And Jordan wasn't home. Would your dad go to Taylor Swift by himself? Um, I honestly think he would because when we went, he was having the best time of his life. <laughs> he was more excited than you were, I'll bet. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> so funny. He is. So were you? Are you upset that you got to go and Jordan didn't? And and well, you're not upset about it, but did you feel bad for Jordan? Um, not really. You didn't even think about her. <laughs> See, Jordan. Oh, that's so ugly. What, okay, did you be nicer to Jordan, did your you, sister. Did you expect anything else but that answer? No. So, so, <laughs> so tell us, 
How was the concert? Would you? Is it? Was it as good as you thought it was going to be? Definitely. It, honestly, it was like very impressive, and, and like it was probably the best concert I've ever gone to because she just performed for like four hours straight, and it was really fun because she like did like she didn't make you bored. Basically, like it was a great experience. Yeah. I have not heard one person go meh. No, everyone is. High, it's always high praise. So I saw one guy tweeted out. He goes, I don't even know. I don't know any of her songs. He said, I didn't know what that was all about. I didn't know why I spent this much tickets uh, t- for tickets for my daughters. But he said, when I went, he said, now I get it. She's kind of transcendent when you think about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Like, I, there's a thing about Andrew Schultz, a comedian, didn't really get it. He went there and was like, oh, that's Best show. Best, best show ever. I don't that's know what everyone That's what everyone says. But I don't know any of her songs. Would I still like it? Peyton? I definitely think you would. I would. She puts on a, a hell of a show from I don't know counts. if I'm her audience. No. Well, Uncle, well I guess Uncle Freddie is. Uncle Freddie is her audience. But there so. are people. That's the thing. It doesn't matter. You go there. You're taking your daughter there. Right. Um, and it changes you, apparently. <laughs> it, it changes grown men and turns them into Swifties. That's, that's what she brings to the table. Look, even if you don't like the music, watching someone up there for nearly four hours putting on a show is impressive. Yeah. You can't. You can't. You can't hate on that, and um, unless you're a heel, he'll hate on her yeah. at all costs. But um, Peyton, and we've got—is Uncle Freddie going to call in next? I don't know. But Peyton, shouldn't you be in school? <laughs> yes, I'm in school right now, but I'm in study hall. <laughs> <laughs> you can't call in from study hall. You're supposed to be studying. Apparently, you can. Apparently, you can at study hall. At what school are you at? Don't not. LSA Lutheran South Academy. Oh, see, well, there you there you have it. Oh, yeah, they're one of the. Rich kids, yeah, one of those. Yeah, schools. yeah, you can do what you want. Pretty much, you probably you probably tell that you probably punch your teacher when they take your phone, <laughs> or tell them what grades to give you. <laughs> hey, Peyton, thanks. Go back and start studying. Okay? Or not? I'm not going to tell you what to do. That's John. Yeah. Okay, start studying, Peyton. Okay. Calling radio shows. How did this happen? Like, did did Uncle Freddie tell his daughters to call in, or did? Jordan call in and then tell uh, Peyton know. to call in. He told about. Jordan to call in, but then he called her and said, you got to call in now. Uh, Tony says, wait, so Uncle Freddie, the guy who once who once seen dressed up as a chicken puking up a half gallon of eggnog at Klein's, has a kid? Multiple. He has multiple kids. Daughters. Yeah. Multiple kids. All right, I'm not going to answer that question. Uh, just see the tweet that just came in from my I'm not answering that question. Not on the <laughs> air. I'm not. Uh, yeah, he'll he'll t- he'll uh, DM you back there, yeah. Art. Uh, time to talk right now about my people over at Chastang Ford. I love the Chastang people. You will love the Chastang people as well. I went. I saw him on Saturday. As a matter of fact, at the Cougs games, there's huge Cougs supporters. His mom and dad were there. His sister, Mandy, always goes to tennis. They were just huge, huge Cougs. But here's the deal. The most important thing is that they get you your Ford car or truck at the best price you could possibly get it. How about this? Uh, you can lease a, a Mach-E right now, Mustang Mach-E, for only $449 a month or 0% for 60 months and a $2,000 uh, plus a $2,000 cash bonus. How about that? Or the F-150 offering up to $15,000 off their 2023 Ford F-150. And they have them in stock and ready to be delivered. So you don't have to wait on the portal for the portal to open up and order it and customize it and everything else. Find the one that you want, exactly how you want it, but get the prices where you need them to be. Get your payments where you need them to be. 
And that's what they do every single time at Chastain Ford. They believe in transparency. There's no hidden, no surprises, no add-ons, no markups, trustworthy dealership. When you walk through the doors, you become part of the Chastain family. I'm in the Chastain family. I love the Chastains. You'll love the Chastains, too. At ChastainFord.com on 610 at Homestead, not Hempstead. Five minutes from downtown, Chastain Ford. ESPN 97.5, the only Houston sports station with a bidet. And the bidet, should it break? Is there a bidet repairman on site? Games into an outstanding career as the ball is bobbled and it's picked up by the fullback and he's got rolling room. Andrew Beck, after Boone couldn't handle it, it's still going. Do I not? Serious people. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. If you give up a kickoff return to a fullback, Texans underscore thoughts, you are you are unserious organization. You are an unserious organization Do if I you let a fullback return a TD. Serious people on you. And they did. I'm, that was, a, hey, listen, they needed that there, too. Yeah, the momentum had been swinging. I think it was 10 consecutive points for yeah. the Jags after another failed opportunity to score a touchdown. But they were back in the game, and it felt like felt like the momentum was on their side. And then Beck out of Texas bobbles, bobbles a kickoff and runs it back for a touchdown. And my first thought watching it was, where's the team speed for the Jags? Like, McManus, okay, he's the kicker. Gotcha. But no one was going to track down Beck. Andre Sisko's a safety for that team. He's not fast. He wasn't fast coming out of Syracuse. But there wasn't a lot of juice in, on that mm-hmm. Jags uh, kickoff coverage team. And it turns out Beck was actually moving. Like, he got up over 20 miles an hour, which is pretty fast for a guy his size. Um, that That's big time. But um, a big play. Now, the, the Jags continue to screw up the rest of the way the Texans made plays. But if it's seventeen to ten and you're putting it on your your quarter your young quarterback, I mean biggest play of the game you think the Beck return? Yeah, yeah, because the tank play put it away. Yep, sealed it. But that changed the 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 game was I was when they were doing I was like oh here we go mm-hmm. here's here's the Jags they scored a touchdown here they go they're 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 coming back this is and then Beck scored that touchdown and the game was over yeah it, the game was it, over it sucked in momentum they had out of yeah. the building and kind of killed them and and I'm at, and I get it why mm-hmm. it would considering wh- who it was who did it like like if it's a, a normal return okay that that sucks. But let's recover. Well, that's the fullback running down the and no one can catch him. It's like, oh, okay, what the hell is this? You watch, you watch Trevor Lawrence's face. They they flash to him uh, when he's about to put on his helmet, and it was pretty much well, what the fuck was that? What was that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, this is the this is it's the, the first thir- time the third. This is our third third girl female. I don't know. Is is a uh, Peyton was. The Jordan in high school too? No, Jordan's out of high school. So this is the third woman we've had call, yeah. and two of them have been in high school at the time of the call. Is is Alyssa in high school? That's what he says. Oh, we got another high school caller, Pearland High School. Alyssa wants to call in. Apparently, nobody's going to school today. They're are all they are, hello. Or they are. They Hi, don't Alyssa. Care. How are you? I'm good. How are y'all? Good. What'd you think of Taylor Swift yesterday? Um, I thought it was great. There's been rumors about Travis Kelce and Taylor Swift together. And I think that 
this will bring more Swifties into the Chiefs, you know? So you, so what did you think of her previous boyfriend? I've we had a caller on earlier did not like Joe, not Jonas, but the most recent I Joe. I loved Joe. So you did. I'm love sorry, him. I loved Joe. Okay, you did. You thought I was... don't like her opinion. Oh, that's wow. disgusting. Wow. Uh, she doesn't sorry, like, no offense. She doesn't like Jordan's opinion of Joe. Oh well, sorry. I love Joe. He's I thought great. I thought all you Swifties were supposed to stick together. Or um. Oh. Apparently not. So I don't know about that one. Is there is there inter inter Swifty feuding between who's the best who the best boyfriend was for? So you like Joe, others don't. What's the yeah, what's yeah. the what's the breakdown? Is it a fifty fifty split? Do more people like Joe, not like him? How's how's it go? Oh, we're about to passing period, but it's like a lot of people like Travis Kelce because he's like important or whatever, and he's like hot. <laughs> okay, Tra- why why do they like Travis Kelce? Because he's hot. He's hot. What about that suit he wore yesterday? Uh, what? Did you see him after the game, the two of them walking out? Yeah, it was great. Uh, they went, like they apparently bought dinner for everybody and told them to leave a restaurant so they could sit and have their first date. Oh, how sweet. Yeah, so they people... like, bought dinner for everybody and told them to leave. That is awesome. So, I did, yeah. I like to say, so here's the deal is like did you see how she was dressed? She had a, a Dago tee on. Don't say. Well, she. It's better than a wife beater. Don't say okay, either she, one. She had a. Hold on. She, uh, she just wore like a regular jacket, a regular skirt. And she. I mean, she's Taylor Swift. If you're looking for attention, you know, you're Travis Kels. You don't need attention. He. She's an attractive woman who's very powerful and successful. I get it. Alyssa, do you have anywhere to be right now? Sounds like yeah. you're on the move. I'm kind of on the move. I'm like in the middle of class. We're going to passing period. Oh, do you need to? Do you need you better to go and go to class? We don't want to get you in trouble. You want to, yes, you, you want but to I just catch- heard. I just heard we were talking about Taylor Swift, and I was like, okay. Who, hold on. Who did you hear this from? Uh, my father. We actually, we actually played golf with him, John. Oh, look at this. Who's, oh, who's your dad? Who's his, my, his name is Tim. It's Tim. You've played golf with him multiple times. Oh. He got me a shirt. Oh. I'm like a big fan. <laughs> yeah, okay, Tim. And we, well, good. good. Go to class, Alyssa, so you don't get detention and blame it on us. Okay. Right. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Right. Thank you, Alyssa. Her, uh, her the dad, F- Tim. I don't know which Tim that what is. The I play with a few is, Tims. We got a, a comment. What the F is this 104 KRBA hash show this morning? <laughs> Look, man, I told you she's transcendent. She, t- she takes over. I mean, she she was in Kansas City with Travis Kels, and she takes over our show here in Houston. Because the fathers who listen know their daughters are so passionate. They want to call in. Look, I don't mind expanding the fan. Look, she's tr- she might be in, in an attempt to expand the fan base, looking into what the Travis Kelsey thing might mean. I don't mind. I mean, it's a little weird, but I don't mind Alyssa calling in from class and going, and giving an opinion on Travis Kelce and Taylor Swift? Yeah. That's fine. Maybe she'll have thoughts on C.J. Stroud tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know. We just uh, <laughs> taking the last the last syllable or <laughs> off stuff. <laughs> okay. 857 ESP. We're catching up on breaks. 713-780-3776. Okay. Can we talk about, can we talk about the Astros? It's less fun than talking about this. Oh, that sucks. <sighs> it doesn't get any bigger than this one. It doesn't get any bigger than this series. Uh, it's the playoffs. 
The Astros are officially in the playoffs. We'll talk about it on the other side. 858, don't go anywhere. Listen, use what you know and create your own business on selflist.com.